Welcome to Will It Game, the podcast about pitching crappy board games from one board family. I'm your host, Ryan Gutowski, joined as always by... Rick Wattay. Yes, this is Rick Wattay indeed. Um, I like I'm it. excited to make my name fancier and to stand out more in the market um, and also to give me something to be pretentious about. So yes. um, I've decided to pronounce my last name differently. Do you have some uh, like some kind of like accent marks over any letters or anything? Could you maybe yeah. umlaut somewhere? Could yes. We... Um, it's there's actually an umlaut over every single letter in my name. Oh, very yeah. fancy. Yes, it looks like uh, it Morse code and uh, you know the letters had a baby. That's great. That's beautiful. Yeah. So. So this, uh, Rick, this is our 50th episode of Will It Game, this little podcast nugget uh, in our head that started as me and you pitching terrible board games to each other to see how how bad we could get. Um, ha- we have, at this point, we're going to have pitched a hundred different terrible board games. Are you That's excited? Too many. That's too many terrible board games. That, but I, that I, is I am a lot. excited about the prospect of... Um, something that should be like a celebratory episode mm-hmm. where I've tried my hardest and been preparing for weeks is something that's going to be incredibly underwhelming and disappointing to most people. Very similar to your marriage. Mm. Oh, wow. Man, <laughs> I love you, Rick. It, you, struck, you struck low, and um, I'm going to go cry yeah. while you introduce our guest. No problem. Our guest judge for this episode is Isaac Childress. <laughs> <laughs> Your, your crying's drowning out our guests, sir. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm Isaac sorry. Childress, you may know his name from such games as Gloomhaven, founders of Gloomhaven, and Return to Dark Tower. Isaac, how are you doing, sir? I am doing pretty well. Um, so, have any of the 98 board games you've pitched so far uh, actually been published? No, but we've actually had feedback from different publishers and people in the industry who were like, that was actually pretty legit. Like, I would actually sit down and play that. <laughs> so there have been a couple. I, I've had, I know, three games that I would actually like to sit down and work on. Um, I mean, three out of 50. Yeah, that's not bad. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like when somebody says, oh, you know, you played college football. Yeah, you know, I... um." I played Madden once. Um, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like that. So, so Isaac, uh, tell us a little about yourself. Tell tell our audience uh, a little about what you do in the industry. Uh, well, sure. As you said, I am a game designer slash publisher. So I own uh, Cephala Fair Games and design the games for Cephala Fair Games. So Gloomhaven is uh, the most well-known uh, but also have designed Founders of Gloomhaven and my first game, Forge War. And then, yeah, recently I took up the mantle of designer without publisher and uh, co-designed uh, Return to Dark Tower for Restoration Games with Rob Davio and Justin Jacobson. Well, uh, I know that people, you know, being who you are as a publisher, I'm sure that people come to you all the time and pitch you board games. And this may be the beginning of a very, very good relationship as we pitch two incredibly deep, uh, inspiring board games to you tonight, and you get to cast judgment upon mm-hmm. us. So are you ready for that task, sir? I am ready, yeah. Okay. So you've high hopes. 
Yeah, you picked the. Th- <laughs> oh well, go ahead and bring them down. Bring them down just. <laughs> no, like, no, they're way up here. You can't notches. stop it now. Oh, oh man! You picked the. Th- oh, this is gonna. I'm gonna you cry the again. Theme of the mundane, which should be fun. So we are going to. This is. It's kind of funny because this is actually the second time we've had the mundane theme. I can't even remember what the first time I pitched was. It was back like. Oh really. I do. It was reading books, and you offended half our audience. I have done that (laughs) before. So I'm going to pitch first. Mine is, uh, my game is very simple. It's four call letters, T-P-P-M. It stands for the Toilet Paper Project Manager. There's nothing more mundane than being a a project manager at a toilet paper factory. Each player takes on the role of the TP project manager, and over the course of five weeks, you're working hard to make sure that your factory has what it needs to deliver just the right touch to your clientele. You'll manage the intake of wood pulp and recycling materials and things like bleach, along with choosing how much toilet paper your factory will produce. Players will allocate resources to make strong, soft, or heavenly toilet paper. Each toilet paper type will use different resources and has a different value going into each round. At the start of the round, crate cards are flipped out into the center of the table. This will basically tell the players the quantity and the softness of the toilet paper that customers are demanding at that moment. Filling a crate awards players bonuses and even new technologies that can be added to their factory. For instance, the softenator creates a heavenly toilet paper at a faster rate. The no cardboard technology allows you to skip the creation of that pesky toilet paper tube in the center of the roll. The world of basic and deluxe games doesn't exist in TPPM because we only ship with top quality components. The game comes with 30 toilet paper roll minis in each roll type. Players' boards are beautifully illustrated to show off the detail and depth of the toilet paper factory that we all know and love. And the game comes with magnetic badges and dry erase markers, so each player can proudly write their name on their project manager badge. That was Toilet Paper Project Manager. The game. Wow. As opposed to what? Shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my expectations were high, but I honestly wasn't uh, expecting that uh, in-depth uh, look at, at toilet paper managing. Um, I was going to I was going to talk about the process and how seventy percent is hardwood, thirty percent is softwood, and this is actually um, called virgin paper in the industry. But I wasn't going to bore you with that depth of knowledge. I'm kind of worried what um, heavenly softness means because if you've already got strong and then soft, does heavenly just disintegrate as soon as it come off? It comes off the roll. Is that yeah? Is that like the scale? Is like heavenly the the softest you can possibly get? It is. It is. It's like pillows. And is that like an official term? No, it's uh, it's just yeah. Well, you have to be a toilet paper industry person to know that term. I wouldn't expect you're a game designer. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I want to use pillows for toilet paper purposes. So, like when you say it's like <laughs> pillows, that that to me sounds bad. Uh, it's yeah, like ruining people. those pillows. I get in trouble if I do that. Yeah. Usually. So, did you do a lot of research um, to, you know, to come up with this pitch? Just enough to impress you. Or do you just have a lot of firsthand knowledge? Are you a toilet paper project manager yourself? <laughs> yes, also a web designer. So I. 
<laughs> I moonlight it. He, he just really knows toilet paper is, is the thing. I think what we've set us up for, Ryan, is to have the most toilet humor we've ever had on an episode of this show on what's supposed to be our big anniversary. And we're having to work really hard not to make this just be toilet humor the whole time. And I am disappointed in you. As you should be. (laughs) (laughs) We, We have a special guest. We're supposed to be respectable. And you start talking about toilet paper. Yep. That's what I do. So do you have any questions about my game, Isaac? Um, sure. So are you just trying to accumulate the most points? Like, you know, you sell toilet paper to your customers and you get points for that? Or are you just trying, making money so you got to, like, spend points to get the resources? Yeah, so you're going to have to spend the points to get resources, the resources that you need between the pulp and the, and the uh, bleach and things like that. But you're also going to be able to save some things off to the side. So maybe you've created a lot of heavenly toilet paper. You can put that in your storage room and you can hold that for a later round when maybe the crates require uh, softer toilet paper uh, well, as sure. demanded by clients. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... It's a non-perishable good, so so they, it's got that That's going right. for it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so at the end of the day, it's just whoever has the most money? Yep, yes, sir. All right. So you are, you're a manager look, looking out for the best interest of your company, trying to do as well as it, could, as it can. Yeah. Uh, now, are, is each player a, a different manager at a different company? Yeah, so you're going to have colored badges, uh, different colored badges, and you're going to represent that toilet paper company. And so you'll have uh, four different factories. Um, you'll have four different, there'll be four different colors, uh, but factories will be let out slightly different. And what I'm thinking is one side of the board will just be the standard factory, and then one side of the board will have like almost like an, uh, a different ability for each player. Give some, th- give some replayability for it. I really wanted to say we don't need no stinking badges, but I didn't want to interrupt. So I'm saying it now. Mm. It's perfect comedic right. timing. Um, wait. So so what is the sorry? What what is the variability in the game? Yeah. So on the back of the player boards, uh, the factory board, uh, it's actually yeah. going to have different. Some factories will be different. The four different factories, they'll have a different feel, different look and feel. It's going to have, you know, somebody will have a little better production quality here. Somebody will be uh, better at storing in on their board. So you'll have almost like a, a little, you know, variability between players on the other side of the board. I think you've got room for like bad uh, like ripoffs of company names here. Like instead of Snuggle, it could be like mm, mm, yeah uh, <laughs> Snaggle. You know that there we go. Um, Definitely. I think you've got some opportunity. Uh, is there any engine building in this game? It's I would say it's light engine building because you are trying to make sure that you have the supplies that you need, and so and as you as you fill crates because a person who's just working for the money that's fine, but you definitely want to up make upgrades to your factory, which is uh, you get bonuses from filling specific crates and things like that. So well, before Ryan's game gets any better, I think I should pitch because. Um, I probably won't have the ability to make the game better <laughs> afterwards. Um, so, um, you know, when we're talking about um, the mundane, uh, I, the first thing that comes to my mind is commuting because I commute, you know, an hour sometimes each way. 
uh, every day. And so, you know, that is mundane at its finest. And, you know, you've got to find a way to keep yourself occupied on those uh, long trips. So, you know, get some mm. audiobooks, maybe a podcast, like the One Board podcast, um, uh, or maybe play some Fruit Ninja, shave, do some paper mache, you know, the different things that you can do in the car. Um, and then, but every now and then, you've got to hit the pump. And that's where the adventure really begins. Because we're talking about my game here, Big Time Gas Pumper. Now, the purpose of this game is to capture all of the excitement and joy that can be found when you manage to <laughs> land exactly on double zeros when you're pumping gas. So, um, the game, you know, one thing that, you know, we, we've got Isaac here as our guest, and one thing that's kind of a big deal in the board game industry right now is the tower that was developed for uh, Return to Dark Tower. It's like this what, multi-million dollar research and design have gone into it or something crazy like that? I don't know about um, multi-millions, right? but, but yeah, it's, uh, it's an no, impressive piece well, of technology. Well, for the purposes of making me look good, I think it's multi-million. Um, uh, and so um, this is also going to be including some very highly developed components. So first off, the game comes in a unique box that looks like the side of a car, but has a hole in the side that is covered with a gas cap. And inside this box is a very fancy piece of technology that is going to be a fake gas pump uh, handle with a digital dial in the middle that represents how much money you have pumped. Um, It'll also have three buttons on it that allows you to pick your type of gas, regular, uh, plus, or premium. And the way that this game works, it's pretty simple. Um, On your turn, you're going to draw two cards from two decks, uh, one with a challenge and one with a uh, target amount. So uh, you'll take the pump, put it in the gas tank in the box, and squeeze the handle to start. Now, as you're pumping, the challenge gives you a task that you need to be doing. So maybe it's as simple as you have to pump with your eyes closed, or maybe you have to wash the windows of your car while you're pumping. Um, but, uh, it can start to get a little more complicated and a little more entertaining. For instance, maybe the other players are flies that you're having to swat away while you're pumping gas, or maybe Mm. someone comes up to you and starts to hit on you while you're (laughs) pumping gas. Maybe it's wanted or unwanted. It depends on what the card asks for. Um, uh, but with all these distractions going on, your goal is to land right on the target amount of gas. Um, which will always be a whole dollar amount. And also the gas uh, amount will also include a <laughs> do you want unleaded plus or premium. Um, so if you're within 25 cents, you get a point. Within 10 cents, you get two. Within five cents, you get three. And right on it, five fat points. We also are going to offer rules for an elimination style. So the person furthest away is eliminated at the end of the round. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm getting all choked up about this one. Um, play continues for three rounds or until the last player is eliminated and the person with the most points wins. Mm. Now, of course, with something this elaborate, I've already got some Kickstarter stretch goals. Okay. We're going to, uh, first stretch goal, we're going to add that rubber thing that sometimes goes around the handle, you know, for, you know, cleanliness purposes, but will help you with your grip. That's super important. Um, uh, then uh, get even more supporters. Uh, every game's going to come with a bag of gas because you want to make sure you have uh, <laughs> that uh, smell. You're going to have a full gaming experience 
Um, so we got a little smell of gas. And then, of course, this game will only be sold at service stations um, after Kickstarter. So uh, a little bit of a unique take there. And finally, um, of course, the Black Eyed Peas song Pump It is going to play every time you open the box. And that is uh, Big Time Gas Pumper. <laughs> So that's a perfect game. Uh, we can go ahead and end it. Um, I'll start up a contract for you, and we'll be good to go. Uh, so I'm I'm interested to know why you included player elimination. Um, I think I don't want it to be the only thing that you've got, um, but just to kind of have a whole a, a different kind of format for big time gas pumper. You know, I wanted to give like this elimination style tournament. Um, in such a tournament, I think what would also happen is the challenge cards would be ranked. So everybody would start at an easier level. And then the, the later in the rounds with the fewer people, you know, the better gas pumpers, the challenges get harder and harder. And they probably, what we would do is you each do the same challenge so that it's even for the players. So it kind of has this tournament style adds to the pressure I know it's already seeming like a lot of pressure in a game about pumping gas, <laughs> um, but we just want to ratchet it up uh, yet another notch. But so there might be different modes, like a game mode where there's not player Certainly. elimination, and maybe you just get like a random card, and then whoever has the most points at the end wins. Right. People don't always love player elimination, so I can understand that. So I don't want to make that happen. Um, there's also a solo mode I think that we're going to be adding to this game, um, and that's basically. Um, you are going to get in your car, go around in your car, and as part of your commute, you're going to draw a card and have to do it at an actual gas pump. Um, and you keep track of how well did you do in this more real-life scenario. Okay, okay. So not for commuters. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is only for those who drive their own vehicles. Yeah. In the solo mode. No, not carpooling. Yeah, yeah, no. So, uh, what's the purpose of the three different types of gas? So, I think what you'll do is, um, you know, if you're if you're on premium, that means that the numbers are going by a lot faster. So, we might over exaggerate like the gas prices a little bit, but basically, it would be almost like an easy, medium, and hard mode, um, based on the speed that the uh, prices increasing okay and so how does this dial work exactly so is it just you know what we're this this fancy gas pump is still in r&d so i'm okay. not exactly sure mm. um you know we we've got some of our greatest minds on it right now I've um, seen that. the person uh that that's invented a, flex powerful. seal you know is helping us out he can get out uh, on the and, boat uh, i don't know what that has, with has to do with seal. gasoline but it seemed yeah, like a good the water person. doesn't come through that's uh, good stuff it's gonna be good yeah that guy. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, mm, we need that person developing our gas pump. So uh, do you have any concerns about shipping gasoline to your Kickstarter backers? <laughs> um, I don't think there are any legal or ethical ramifications of shipping <laughs> gasoline in a box. Well, that concerns that I me because I think there are. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I haven't started all the research, but I see no hazardous... Uh, issue or hazard issue with this. I think it's safe. You know, maybe we just do it a small... Maybe it's an wow. essential oil. We got gasoline essential oils. You put it in your diffuser, your whole house smells like gasoline. Okay. Um, it seems like something that people are demanding. So it's not a bag of flammable liquid. It's just a liquid that you know, smells if, if like gas. If we start to run into some problems, then yeah, I guess we can get creative with our solutions. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I've already got pre-orders coming in. I mean, it's it's tough. Yeah. Uh, this isn't even a live podcast, and people are already hearing about it, and they're excited. So, Isaac, you have obviously heard two amazing ideas yeah. that we know that you're not going to steal, so we're not going to bind you in a contract. Um, I would love to see how this can be <laughs> added to the Gloomhaven universe. I'm not going to lie. Well, um, I think of five or thing. six ways. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you let us know when you're ready to cast your judgment upon our two wonderful board games and tell us which one of us had the best has the least crappy board game pitch uh yeah so so with gas pumper i was actually i was actually more excited about your pitch before you started talking about gas when you were talking about like trying to figure out like what to listen to on your commute to work um you know like i think that might be an interesting game but that's not what you pitched so we won't go into that that is not um, but no, no, the, the gas pumping is, is definitely a, a novel idea. Um, <laughs> that is usually what people say and... about things that are great, right? It's novel. Uh, <laughs> they're really excited about it when they say it's novel. And I can see it. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of one note, you know, it's like a single skill of like trying to get the double zeros. And I'm not sure like how much it would resonate with like the millennial crowd, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just because, like, that's not important anymore, you know, to, like, hit those double zeros. I mean, I guess you can, just to make yourself feel good, but, like, it's not something I've ever, I've ever really considered uh, at a gas pump, like, trying to hit the double zeros. I always just, like, fill up, right? And then you gotta go the wow. my number is. You gotta give yourself really something to do in the Monday. I just want to, I just want to point out that I think that Isaac and myself are exactly the same age or one year apart, and Rick is the youngest person on the show. And his biggest yeah. concern in life <laughs> is hitting double zeros at the gas pump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I actually prefer to hit um, palindromic numbers, so where they read the same backwards and forwards. But I'm kind of a, a different kind of person uh, like that. So I can uh, see that. Yeah. Well, now, so, well, okay, we're done with the pitches, so I won't go into that. But, I mean, that would be interesting to, to see, like, as, as maybe a stretch yeah, goal or something. So, maybe not hitting, like, double zero numbers, yeah. but palindromic numbers. Yeah, I might be more into that. Uh, but anyway, as is, now, the, uh, the toilet paper manager, yes. I, will, I will say that that game did sound mundane, which is, is a good yeah. thing, right? Because that's what we were going for. Um... You know, so it sounded like a pretty standard economic game. Not not too much to get excited yep. about either way. Just managing your toilet paper. So uh, that's what I asked for. I don't know. I th- uh, it's difficult. I, I will say this is difficult. It's not an easy decision. But I, I think I am going to have to go with the toilet paper manager. Oh, toilet man. paper uh. project manager for the win. TPPM. Thank you, sir. You know what? I'm just leaning into the puns now. That's crap. That is what that is. Um, Fair enough. You know what? I think, Ryan, though, that you did wipe away the competition here. And um, you're on a roll, to be fair. Uh, And uh, I'll stop. Well, you needed to just, like, put more fuel on the fire. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly right. Uh, I guess didn't pump up the audience enough to get them excited. um, And... That's that's on me. That's on me. This is awful, um, guys. This is uh, 
This is our 50th episode of Will It Game. You have, if you've been here since the beginning, you've heard a hundred crappy games pitched. Yes, three of mine were almost identical, just with a different skin. Yeah. But who cares? Yeah. Um, But Isaac, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for being a great guest judge on the special episode. And uh, can you tell people where they can find you online? Sure, yeah, um, ha- happy to be here. Um, it was a pleasure. I enjoyed listening to both you guys' pitches. Uh, they were more elaborate than I expected, so that's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, where you can find me, um, yeah, so cephalofair.com is a good place, and then I'm also on Twitter at cephalofair. So basically just, like, you know, type cephalofair into your favorite place or your favorite social media outlets, and there I am. Excellent. Awesome. So Thanks, MySpace.com, here I come. All right. There we go. Just do it. See what <laughs> yes. comes up. Yes. So thanks for joining us. And uh, remember, head over to OneBoardFamily.com. We've got uh, news, reviews, and interviews uh, about all kinds of board games for families, for adults, for couples, for everybody. Uh, check us out online. And uh Thanks for joining us, and until next time, we'll see you at the table. Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com.